0: What's this tower
1: all about?
0: about?
1: You're listening
0: to What's this Dao all about?
1: A light-hearted look at Taoism
0: featuring Dr. Carl Totten and Todd Perry. Carl is the founder of the Taoist Institute in North Hollywood, California. Todd Perry knows a little about Taoism, and is mainly here because he owns a few microphones. Now, let's learn. What's this Tao all about? Hello, everybody, welcome back to What's This Tao All About? My name is Todd Perry. With me is the great Dr. Carl Totten.
1: Good morning, afternoon, night, all, whatever time you're listening to it. That's right. For, for those of you listening at uh, three in the morning,
0: we've got the very slow, jazzy <laughs> show today. People listen, all you know, people when they email a lot, they email, I listen to your show while doing XYZ. Like uh, today, a guy said he was listening to us uh, while mowing the lawn. Yes. <laughs> Some other people say, I listen to my commute, or I listen while I'm at work, or, you know, it's kind of cool. Just, you know, it's always funny. I'll, I'll sit there and I'll. Just be I don't know, going about my day or whatever, and they'll think, oh, we've got this show, and I go, oh, there's probably a lot of people that are listening to it right now. One of, one of the 60-some-odd <laughs> shows all across <laughs> the world, and uh, people are uh, figuring out what this DAO is all about. Uh,
1: how, how many downloads did you say that our program has had? <laughs> oh, I don't know now. I it,
0: You know, last time I got a number...
1: Wasn't it, like, over... Three hundred thousand, something outrageous like yeah, that. Yeah, and I think goodness. I told,
0: I think I told you that, and that was a while back, oh, like a year ago. So who knows where it's at now? But my goodness, crazy. So to everybody uh, maybe, listening, I think
1: we better watch what we say. <laughs> People I, are listening. <laughs> you know, I always think
0: that. You know, we're just sitting here in this room, but given given the way the numbers go, it's like we're actually really sitting in like you know. The Greek Theater in L.A., right where there's all these people. We just don't see them, you know. They're all on iPods all over the universe. But if we saw that, we'd sit and not, you know. I, I couldn't do it. I think, oh, oh, what I said might have just bothered that guy up in section R four C twenty three, or oh, somebody like that. I'll keep saying that, you know. Um, we could have rallies, you know, like Trump and go out there. and... Just, scream about the Tao for a while. Watch people beat each other up. Uh, let's see here. What are we getting on? Oh, and also we've got uh, we're going to talk about the chapter 48 of the Tao Te Ching. Mm-hmm. What do I have? Okay, here. So I was just thinking about this. The Tao, one of the things that it screams at us is that our true happiness and purpose in life is living simply. Mm-hmm. You know, um, and I think living simply doesn't mean staring at a phone all day. and it, You know, flipping through and having being bombarded by 10,000 different pieces of information or um just having so much that it bogs us down you know i often think it's like oh you got you got the you got the you know the house and you got the kids and the wife and you know uh doing this hobby and doing that and you know it at a certain point it's maddening and um and just uh, uh, what you own owns you, you
1: know, As is... Yeah, on on one hand. And on the other hand, as you were saying that, I, I had the feeling of uh, numbing. Yes. You know, we, we get numbed by all of our uh, excessive routines. Mm-hmm. And what we get numbed to, of course, is our own inner sense of aliveness and you know, true vitality and creativity. Yeah. That's numbed by all these things we have to do.
0: Yeah, things we have to upkeep, things we have to tend to... Clothes you gotta wash Like there's this great It was a minimalism podcast I was listening to And this guy's like Only have 33 pieces of clothing and I was like Oh that sounds kind of awesome He's just like thinking less Throughout his day About what he's gonna wear What mm-hmm. what, it, You know He's not getting anything That needs to go to the cleaners Or just all these different ways To simplify our lives Like I You know I, I got into a fight Not not a real fight But a fight with my wife One day about She had like some Kitchen utensil Which was too nice To put in the washing machine No and I was like, I go, but I go, you know how many hours of my life I'm going to end up spending over the next 20 years washing this thing independently versus just sticking in the washer. Maybe it breaks after five years and then I pay 11 bucks for another one. Like paying that 11 bucks and getting another one is much better than just this thing I have to keep paying special attention to. And she was like, she still thought I was wrong. But you know, like it's all—it's the, all these little things that add up and bog ourselves down from just living a free life. Mm-hmm. All this baggage, mm-hmm. and we—we we don't even realize it. And just one day, it's just we're subsumed by everything. And I think in maybe in America or maybe in these Western countries and everything, where you know everything is so materialistic that we don't even realize it. But yeah, just we get over. It's like of my child; he's overscheduled. Like he's got swim, he's got speech, he's got mm-hmm. this, and I'm like, eventually we're gonna burn the poor kid out at three because <laughs> there's too much going on. Um, you know, can, can we just get to this point where we shut everything off, where we throw <laughs> half of everything away? We're not gonna miss any of it, and that's what the
1: Dow wants us to do, right? Well, uh, maybe. Now, uh, those who chose the path of being more like the recluse in China, climbed the mountaintop and sat in a cave or a temple for the rest of their life. Okay, That was appropriate at that time for them. It yeah. might not be appropriate for you. Uh, particularly, so
0: living a life of constant hecticness <laughs> is what I should. Be. That's my natural way.
1: Well, you know, you, you know, you pay your money, you take your choice, right? Yeah. And so
0: buy the ticket, take the ride. That's
1: right. You know, typically, though, as you know, the you know the Taoist, as we all know, always talk about balance. You know, and that typically is a wise way to proceed not overly pursuing externals while ignoring our inner path. But, you know, I really think we need to take more like an inner inventory. Who are we really? You know, I've mentioned before how so much of human history is so divided. On one hand, we have amazing accomplishments in science, medicine, the arts, music, literature, philosophy, and more. And yet, at the same time, the history of the entire world is covered In blood, slavery and conquering and warlords and deprivation and abuse, violence, misery, internal, external, emotional, mental, the violence within relationships is epic. And on the level of energy within the collective unconscious, the unseen toll is, I believe, of massive proportions. You know, lately I've been saying to my students and clients that, you know, really, moment by moment, we either are cleaning karma, in other words, kind of, uh, we might say, almost reducing our carbon and energetic footprints. So yeah, carbon <laughs> footprint. I love that. Not to take up so much space. Reduce your karmic footprint. <laughs> That's a great bumper sticker, <laughs> right? So, so either we're doing that, or we're going to be creating more of it. Either you're going to be kind of cleaning it by being fully by letting go and being fully present in the moment without attachment to unreal thoughts, emotions, energies, sensations, words to ourselves or others or our actions or deeds or we're going to be creating more of that stuff and i am and, and but the the nice thing of course is that as human beings what do we have free will mm-hmm. right? but do we know we have free will <laughs> and do we know how to exercise our free will do we have the capacity of observation and discernment to be able to articulate to ourselves not to anyone else to ourselves what freedom is for us i've talked before about you know that book escape from freedom oh
0: yeah. that that i read yes and oh we could do an entire yeah we could I, I marked the whole book up to thinking maybe oh maybe we'd uh, do an episode on it. It's not necessarily Taoism, but it it's it gets it's, towards it when it, it comes it, to it, finding the self. It's pertinent.
1: Yes. Very pertinent. So what is it? Are we going to accept responsibility for our existence by essentially owning it and cleaning it? Or are we just going to go out of habit, just keep doing what we've always done just because that's what we've always done? And it's so easy to just ignore, wait until later, let someone else do it, or or just avoid the evidence that our world and our brains have serious issues. (laughs) (laughs) What's it going to be? Are we going to be awake? A Buddha, which means the awakened one. That's what the Buddha means. That requires a higher level of consciousness, so that every moment really is new and in harmony with the Tao, which of course is changing every moment. Mm-hmm. Nothing static about the Tao. But yet, if we're operating out of old habits, we're not in alignment with that. Yeah, we're we're just on, uh, you know, repeat mode. You know, we're an automatic pilot, Automat And what we tend to do automatically is not only what we've always done. That's true, but the more the most negative things. That we've always thought or felt or done tend to repeat the most because of the density energetically they're very heavy yeah. and things that are heavy and dense stick around and and they're easy to repeat because they've, they've kind of like uh, worn a, a groove in our brain and psyche and nervous system and so without even thinking about it it just repeats automatically forever until we, what? Awaken, wake up, wake up you know, until we get woke, as <laughs> yeah. they say nowadays. Right? Yeah, And so I think the only way to really transform ourselves ultimately is through unity consciousness or love. We can't send unacceptable aspects of ourselves, what Carl Jung called our shadow. We can't just send it away. We can't ban ourselves from ourselves. <laughs> we, we have to own it, embrace it. Without judgment so much, but more with compassionate discernment. We have all of these energies from our individual histories, our families, our ancestors, uh, generation from generational, uh, ethnic, cultural past. And a lot of that was not particularly caring, loving, or compassionate. Mm-hmm. Quite a bit of it. Again, look at human history. Yeah, you, know, you, you see just so many things that were way out of balance. And so somehow, if we really want to make a difference and, and allow our lives and the lives of others on, again, this little planet that we're spinning around on, we're going to have to do something than what we've just have always done. Because what we've always done hasn't been particularly pretty in the history of the world. There are exceptions, of course. There's incredible you know, accomplishments in art and music and science and medicine and all sorts of things. But contrasting with that is a deep, deep sense of woundedness, of harmfulness, of self and other violence. Mm-hmm. And I don't think that we as a species have taken seriously that fact And aren't doing enough to alter that. Supposedly, I think one of the jobs of religion was supposed to do that. Yeah. But hasn't. It It fueled it. (laughs) Yes. And so many of the greatest atrocities of the world have been caused by adherence to one, you know, religion or philosophical path or another which has marginalized uh, all the others that they felt were in contrast with that which has led to all sorts of manners of violence uh, in the world Mm -hmm. and so i i think we have to take another look and find another way and i don't think we've really done either very well because it's still continuing and when and we're not we're not Buddhas, we're we're not all awakened (laughs) enough to be able to see what we think, feel, say to ourselves and others and do is clean and devoid of attachment that's going to create more karma and negative baggage in our lives, in the lives of others, in the lives of our families, and in the world. We haven't figured out how to do that yet. Yeah. in a consistent way, are there some individuals that have accomplished that yes, I think so but seven eight billion people on this planet no so when it when it comes to the idea of simplicity are you saying
0: that when I think of the tao taoism talking about the idea of simplicity I'm thinking they're talking about simple living but you're I, I think you're looking at this on a deeper level where it's are the kind of the ripples that we create, mm-hmm. yes, um,
1: that's the karma. <laughs>
0: yeah, the, the karma ripples. and the, the ripples we create. So part part of what, what Lao Tzu is saying is not just throw away your stuff and quit Instagram. He's <laughs> he, like he, he's saying live in a way where it's obviously you're not it, other people downstream aren't going to have negative effects. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Clean up your side of the road. Mm-hmm. Um, don't don't. Cause permanent, lingering trouble mm-hmm, in the mm-hmm. world, but more clean that up, clean yes. clean up one's karma. And yes. then, how how does one do that?
1: Life is an inside job, right? right? Right. So, how does that's a great question. How does one do that? Indeed, well, if you're on automatic pilot, I guarantee you won't be doing it. <laughs> you yeah. won't be cleaning up anything because what again is the most dense and heavy and habitual will just continue. Right. You know, habits are hard to break, aren't they? Mm-hmm. How do you break a habit? Well, one, you need to be aware, awake, that it is, a, it is a habit, it's a pattern. Otherwise, you'll never change it. So, one, you've got to see it. Yeah. Two, the I always say that there's only one real way to change a habit besides seeing it, because then at least you can cease doing it. You have to be able to do something different. You have to change. Yeah. Like the universe, right? We know the Tao is in constant permutation and flowing and ebbing and flowing and moving in and out and up and down and changing. But if we're sticking to an old pattern, we're saying we don't really want to change. You want to keep doing the same old thing we've done forever in spite of the fact that the universe has moved on. Yeah. And that leads to problems in our life because now we're out of sync with the Tao. Not to mention other people, Mm -hmm. and so you know, I came up with this little acronym called SNAP. Oh, SNAP. Okay. S N A P. Stop, notice, and pause. Okay. Stop, notice, and pause. And so, a little exercise that I've been asking people to do, my clients and students. I say, you know, when when during the day when you find yourself just kind of frantically doing this, doing that, going here, going there, thinking this, thinking that, in other words, there's just constant noise going on in your in your mind, in your emotions, in your body, and in your life, just go, oh, snap, stop, mm. <laughs> notice what's going on, and pause. Because in that space, in that moment of silence, now you actually have the capacity to choose with your freedom, something new. You're not, you know, swept
0: up in everything. You're not
1: just swept up in everything. Because being swept up only ensures that what you've been doing will continue. Yes. Forever. Forever. No matter how inappropriate or harmful or hurtful it is for you and for the rest of the world. But if we stop, again, you know, like uh, the the immortal said, Lu Tong Pen, turn that light around, take a look at yourself, and then make a discerning decision about what is appropriate in that moment allowing you to both fulfill your own kind of destiny if you will and being in harmony with the what's the impact that your unfolding is going to have on the life of others on this planet remember we want a win-win situation for everyone in the world if you can live like that I think you're going to wind up one doing uh, doing a lot less, and my Zen master always says do less, do less. Yeah. Because we're we compulsively, of course, doing more and more and more. Yeah. And things w- just build up. I, you know, in a, in a weird way, I always look
0: like kind of like my uh, weird thing, but my, my Twitter feed, right? So you know, I'll, I'll be following <laughs> like 200 people on Twitter. Oh my goodness. And then. <laughs> Then you know they see oh the person seems interested, lo and behold, you got four hundred people to get through your whole timeline takes thirty minutes and and too much information, too much perspective, too much going on, and then then then, then I go, oh geez, now now I'm lost in it now I got now I gotta pair this back, go back to two hundred people and then but yeah, if not, everything just tends to expand mm-hmm. the uh it's like um what's what's the term? Like entropy, but entropy because things keep expanding so much mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that they kind of create chaos and disorder. Yes. Uh, you know.
1: Yes. Yes. Uh, it begins to consume itself. Yes. You know. It, it has a rap- rapacious uh, appetite. <laughs> yeah. You know, because it doesn't know when enough is enough. Mm-hmm. And remember, a Taoist knows when they've had enough. Yes. And what, what is enough? Well, en- enough is enough to satisfy the requirements for a balanced, serene, meaningful, vital existence in the moment, no more, no less.
0: Yeah. It's kind of like creating our own reality as it unfolds versus being dragged around mm-hmm. by our own...
1: You know, the shamans say that the shaman dreams their reality into existence, which means that a shaman who is... Not tied to the way things are or have been necessarily, but is in touch with their own authentic possibilities and all the, the unlimited possibilities contained in all of the great Tao in all of nature, is able to dream and and, and create the exact scenario that allows that perfect balancing and fulfillment of self, others, and nature. Moment by moment, mm-hmm. by being wide awake, yes. by being wide awake, it's 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 a path that's rooted in a deep knowing of who one is, and able to see the path that one is on, and to have that perspective. You know, the shamans talk about our life being like a what well, they call it a momentum trail, okay? mm. a path, and we and we're we're moving in a certain direction based largely, of course, on the past and past actions and choices and decisions. But the shaman, who is looking into the future for how things, not how things have been, but how things could be optimally, then sets their sight on that course, and that becomes the new direction, the new path, a path rooted in harmony, balance, wisdom, and love. And that is how they ensure that moment by moment, their life is meaningful, rich, balanced and serene all at the same time that perfect blend of yin and yang but it takes some study you know you have to go oh snap right you got to stop yeah, i love right? that
0: yeah oh just, snap just
1: stop notice and pause yeah, my, yeah. Right? And rather than just continue stumbling down the hill that you fell down uh, years ago yeah and 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 it's still fun. still tumbling
0: <laughs> when Homer Simpson falls
1: off the, the ledge, <laughs> you know, all the
0: way down that's kind yeah. of what our lives yeah. can become at a certain point right? yeah a
1: lot of people's lives are that hectic and that unfulfilling because at the end they're, they're they just feel despair that they've just wasted their lives uh, by being programmed to just keep doing over and over and over what they always did and to continue to pursue more of the same. Yeah. You know, uh, oh, I have a million dollars, now I need two. I've got two, oh, I need five. I've got five, oh, I need, I need ten. I've got one car, oh, two or three would be better. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like you said, how many pieces of clothing do you need? Right. 30? Vers- 300? 3000?
0: Yeah, and that just makes
1: laundry day that much more difficult and you got to go to the
0: cleaners and there's certain ways to really overly complicate one's life. And I think that sometimes people really complicate their lives because it means they don't have to focus on their lives. Mm-hmm. You know, if I'm over scheduled, if I'm a, if I'm being a workaholic, if I have Ten thousand things i'm I'm working on and accomplish none then mm-hmm. I don't have to accomplish anything mm-hmm. if I have so much going mm-hmm. on I don't mm-hmm. have to really look at what's the quality of this one thing I'm trying to create you mm-hmm. know uh, it's a good way to get lost
1: yeah being scattered becomes a lifestyle yeah at that point being busy becomes yeah. a, a lifestyle I think I think long ago we did a a show about about being busy
0: right? mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and it's it's bad but I think we get wrapped up into it you don't realize we're in it you know um, so i guess it's just a you know snap wake up call yeah, yeah. you know to to simplify things um, you know it's kind of like the, it's the power of simplicity is is pretty amazing when you just look at it from a creative thing like there are there's music that is completely uh, detailed and produced like an orchestra with tons of instruments blah 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 blah, blah to create an emotional whop mm-hmm. and then there's some stuff Completely stripped down and packs just as much of an emotional wallop. Like there's it was the Stanley Kubrick movie Eyes Wide Shut. Mm-hmm. The whole movie, the music is that one piano. Dun dun. Yes. Dun, 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 right, and when you hear that, or you know, Jaws. Dun dun. You know, you hear that, and it's simple and it's gripping and it's frightening in the same way that something that is orchestrated and with thirty people opera singers in the background and all this. And you can make something just as simple that's just
1: as effective because it was perfect. It yes, was perfect. It had, precise. It, it was precise. It held the precise, perfect energy for what the uh, medium, the film, or whatever it was, was trying to accomplish. Mm-hmm. You know, it was the um, it was the background, you know, and 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 it all, you know, that and it literally vibrates, you know, because the sound vibrates, yeah. color vibrates. And the, that vibration can either be in or out of harmony with the overall intent of whatever the project is. Yeah. And in those cases, it is in perfect harmonic alignment energetically. Yeah. And that's why those simple things, we never forget them. Yeah,
0: Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's they, a beautiful thing. You, know, you think there are some movies, you know, there's like, what is it, the, the big big fight with Martin Scorsese? He said that uh, Marvel movies aren't cinema or whatever. And, but it's kind of funny, you watch you know some of these... Comic book movies, and it's just bashing you over the head with colors <laughs> and lights and visuals and loud, and, and and it's like, but then a simple drama between you know two people in a relationship could be much more moving or more powerful mm-hmm. than something where they're throwing the kitchen sink at you, mm-hmm. you know. So there, I mean, obviously, and Lao Tzu would attest. I think lots of things that Lao Tzu says are. Trying to call out the natural disposition that people have. I think people are naturally inclined to think that bigger is better, right? Yes. And I think Lao Tzu says, no, no, no. You know, there's, there's a, a lot of things. Uh, I think that Lao Tzu is just kind of being um, contrarian, but mm. being right. You know what mm. I'm saying? And I think his call for simplicity is, is part of that, uh, to, to help us be, be more balanced,
1: because again in the time that he was living again you know the, again those warring states i mean there was a lot of excess going on you know all, all over the place mm-hmm. and um, you know they were they were they needed a a, a voice that of, of reason yeah you know no really look at the results of what you're doing is this going to make you happy or are you just creating more misery for yourself yeah slow down do a little less make sure things are in balance and, and make sure that you aren't creating bigger problems with your solutions than the ones that already exist. Yes
0: <laughs> Well, it's like you watch these like, you know politicians and everything and I always just sit and I'll go, "Oh man, it's got to be exhausting. You know, for certain people like you have, you know, just people whose lives are constantly in chaos and they're trying to backpedal mm-hmm. and backtrack and fix this mm-hmm. thing they said and this legal issue. And they're just karma, karma, like, like karma factories. Yes. You know, just yes. like I was, you'd sit down, you watch, you just see whatever you did. Like, what the hell is Rudy Giuliani doing? Right? And you go, oh, my God, <laughs> this guy's just creating problems and yeah. creating where, chaos. and where, going back.
1: Where's the peace?
0: Yes. Where's the peace? And I think it's people that are addicted to that and addicted to that attention Mm -hmm. and addicted to that constant drama. You know, there's people that are always just, you know, we we had a a friend we once called the drama llama. (laughs) Because the gal, no matter what, it was just constantly creating drama and creating problems. And no matter what, there's certain people that just are are addicted to that Mm -hmm. attention Mm -hmm. or just constant chaos.
1: Mm -hmm. They thrive off it. They need Mm -hmm. it. Um, and I think you're right. Literally, I think their brain and nervous system has become addicted to it, which is why, paradoxically, people who have been raised in very traumatic environments sometimes wind up recreating it, A, because I think they are addicted to it, and B, they they have an unconscious um, motivation to try to recreate it so they can fix it and have a better outcome ah, this yeah. time around. Mm-hmm. But since it's unconscious, they're unaware of that, and, the, and since they haven't necessarily learned any new tools or skills, they wind up just recreating the traumatic situation again and again in perpetuity. Yeah. So that's just sad. Yeah. That's just sad. That's when it's important to go to a, a shaman, therapist, healer, you know, someone who can point these patterns out and teach you some new skills. Yes. So let's take a look at Chapter 41.
0: Oh, wait. No, sorry. That's the other. Chapter 48 of the Tao Te Ching. And before we get to that, just a reminder. Finding Talents, Chapters 42 and 53, is available with a $15 donation. Just go to our website, and you can donate uh, via PayPal at whatsthisdao.com. And for $35, we'll give you three meditations by the great Dr. Carl Totten. Uh, So it's a a really cool little package, and it helps support uh, the time and effort and everything we put into producing this show.
1: And those meditations are very good for accomplishing the things we've just been talking about, finding that inner peace, that balance. I kind of call it my... uh, body, mind, spirit or soul series, you know, Mm -hmm. because there's, you know, there's uh, progressive relaxations in there for taking care of your body and there's visualizations and creative imagery for helping you find emotional balance and, and, and peace and calm. And then finally there's some very deep spiritual meditations in there for learning how to, you know, really become, this more awakened being living in the sacred space of one's heart and getting out of your head and out of your own way so much. So I think it's it's very powerful uh, meditations for helping us to um, really stay on the on the Tao on the path. I think that's worth thirty five bucks. Oh, at least feel free. Yeah. To donate more.
0: Yeah. Hey, you can give us thirty six.
1: No. no. Uh, let's see here. So thank give, you- give them for gifts to your friends and family. That's right. I bet they can ne- use it too. Yeah.
0: I bet. Hey, look, there's got to be somebody in your life that you know needs to meditate a bit.
1: No. We've all got... <laughs> okay,
0: here's the deal. Go to your Thanksgiving. <laughs> sit down. And everybody there... And basically what you do is once we, I get an email uh, that the, the donation has been made, within a day or two, I shoot over an email that has links for you to download these MP3s or to just be able to stream them on your computer, so mm-hmm. it's a cool thing. And I'm—I can't believe the amount of people that have supported the show that we, you, you know, uh, get informed of. So thank right. you for that. Right.
1: And they're getting great results, you know, from uh, yes. the emails they're sending. Yes.
0: So forty eight
1: chapter forty-eight of the Dow Ditching.
0: Mm-hmm. In the pursuit of learning, every day something is acquired, In the pursuit of Tao, every day something is dropped. Talk about simplicity, right? Hmm. Less and less is done until non-action is achieved. When nothing is done, nothing is left undone. The world is ruled by letting things take their course. It cannot be ruled by interfering. Hmm. Interesting.
1: You know, here, it's not, it's pretty much the heart of the Tao. Right here. Yeah. Lao Tzu is saying. You know, we tend to think in our modern material world that we must always be striving again to be more, better, richer or something. But you know, it's uh you know, something the you know the famous martial artist Bruce Lee said about a sculptor. A sculptor doesn't keep adding more and more and more and more clay. No, it keeps whittling away until the essence of their creation is revealed. Yes. <laughs> See again, less, less but less with a fine eye and a fine hand, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know, so that's that discernment, yes. you know, so that what we wind up with is, is uh, perfect. And, and because, you know, nature or the great Tao or the universe actually contains, you know, all possibilities, uh, they're already there. When we align to it, we find exactly what it is we need without adding more and more and more and more we pair away the unessentials and just think about all the noise that we typically have in our head and in our world and social media, it, you know, un- unless you can pare through all of that, you'll never find the essence of who you are and where you, where you're going and who you need to be. Mm-hmm. Cause there's just too much noise. Yeah. And so we, we miss it. What's already there by looking everywhere else. <laughs> Um, we need to, in a sense, kind of evolve into who and what we actually already are. When we can do that, the process of creation or manifestation is really simple. Again, when nothing is done, nothing is undone. Actually, when no thing is done, no thing is undone. And that's kind of what the Tao is, is about. Doing just the right amount, no more, no less, until the essence, the perfection of reality is revealed. Because ultimately, it was already there.
0: Again, like you're saying, reducing your karmic footprint. Yes. Powerful. Very powerful. Um, you know, I think this... Uh, like
1: you said, we should get uh, bumper stickers.
0: Yeah. <laughs> this, um, this little piece, I think it talks about, you know, the, the concept of addition by subtraction. You know, making things more powerful by making them more simple. Mm-hmm. And uh, and again, the study of when one's studying Tao and being a Tao cultivator, uh, it's about removing those obstacles between us and living kind of a simple, happy, perfect, harmonic life. Because mm-hmm. maybe it is much more difficult to be in harmony when
1: you're surrounded by chaos. Yes, yes. Again, all the noise, mm-hmm. all the noise. And you know my teacher, who studied at at the Taoist uh, monastery in China, you know he one thing he told us that we need to do every day was what he called quiet seated meditation. Okay. He said if you don't do anything else, he said do that. And it doesn't matter how long, five, ten minutes, because that again gives you, again that's kind of stop, notice, and pause. Right. You stop. You notice. You observe yourself, kind of turn that light around, and mm-hmm. see what's going on in you. At all those different levels, what am I thinking? What am I feeling? What am I sensing? What is my body experiencing? What am I about to say to myself and others? And finally, what is my action, my deed going to be? Because there's... The capacity for excess and distortion on all of those levels. <laughs> See, so unless we've taken the time to slow down through that meditation, that mindful meditation, we're gonna likely make errors. And by and by error, I mean creating negative outcomes for ourselves and for others in, in our world. Mm-hmm. No peace. And if there's no peace, there's no harmony. Yeah. The harmony has been disturbed unnecessarily. By us adding to the, in adding our internal noise to the external noise that's already there, mm-hmm. our mission could have been to increase the harmony of the world of the Tao by not adding our insanity to it. Yeah, <laughs> again, that ripple effect. Yes, there's always going to be a ripple effect, but how, how big are the ripples, and what's the nature of the ripples? Is, is it a ripple that's soothing and calming and allows things to just flow and balance? Or is it a wave that's going to crush you or crush others? See, that's going to lead to no peace in the world. And look at world history. It's largely a history of very little peace in the world. We can do better.